Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? You know, middling. Yeah, it's fine. It's going to be a fine. short podcast, I think. I don't, I'm not in the mood for talking about stuff. Yep. Um, but we got some stuff to talk about. Cocktail of the week is the avocado daiquiri, daiquiri, avocado daiquiri, in honor of guacamole, the new resident. Uh, there's a lot of cocktails that have avocado in them, which sounds like it would be weird, but it's actually pretty good. So this is just like some light rum and dark rum, a little bit of lemon and lime juice, some simple syrup, and then like a quarter of an avocado. Stick that in a blender. It's good. It's bright green. Doesn't taste like guacamole or anything. But it gets a little creamy. It's I was going to ask, is it like a, like how slushy is it? Well, I mean, you you put ice in there with in the blender, and so it's like a frozen daiquiri. Oh, okay, that's pretty yeah. good. Frozen yeah. drink. Oh. Yeah. Is it but sweet? You don't, it, well, yeah, it has simple syrup in it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you've had avocado cocktails before. We had yeah. them together at some tasting thing. So uh, that's good. Yeah. So there you go. That is that um dog news i can't really talk about it uh we lost jasmine it's terrible it's too terrible to talk about yeah agreed two dogs in a month is really hard it's not fair uh there's not a lot to say beyond what we said with queso because it was basically the same terrible thing and so maybe next week i'll be able to talk about it more yep right now we're just compartmentalizing functioning i think is the word we're getting on with we're doing things we have to do with our lives to be adults uh there's some unexamined stuff we're not really dealing with things we haven't quite processed a lot of this um, but it's messy. Okay. No. Second thing is, uh, we adopted guacamole. So he is now a permanent member of the squad. He's a nice boy. He needs a lot of work. Um, I think it will eventually be nice to have like a younger dog and he has his charms. Um, <laughs> I am, uh, I think Giardad is more smitten with him than me. Like I like him very much and he likes me very much, but I'm, I think hyper aware of how much work I'm going to have to do with him because he's really untrained and he has some bad habits. Uh, he plays a little too aggressively. He barks a lot. He doesn't have a lot of obedience. So, uh, he's going to be quite a project going forward and he will eventually be like a really good dog, but, uh, he's a diamond in the rough so far. Yeah, he's got a lot of potential. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be good to have a younger dog, but, um, yeah, I think we're going to send him to sleepaway training camp for a week once the dogs are back up here in D.C. in April so he can get, like, a, a really good intensive foundation that we can build on because there's just a lot of habits that uh, are... Like, we could deal with it, but, like, man, I am, like, just barely keeping it together with all the actual stuff I have to do for, like, my work and taking care of all the dogs that uh, I can't 
be spending, you know, a couple hours a day on training, which he'd really benefit from. So I think he's going to go do that, which is like sad because he's not around and he is a very sweet boy, but you know, it's just like a week in the grand scheme of things. So I think that will be helpful. Um, I think it'll be good. He hasn't really learned how to be a dog really yet. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, he, you know, he knows how to sit and that's about it. And, uh, he has a lot of bad habits, which is just a sign that like, you know, he's three and he hasn't, it seems pretty clear that he didn't really have a lot of training. He was just kind of allowed to do whatever he wanted. And, uh, and so, you know, especially with like the rough play, uh, like that's not a great thing because you don't want anybody to get hurt. Like he needs to be able to modulate himself better. So, uh, he's a good boy. I, but like I said, I'm, I mean, I'm overwhelmed with enough of everything that, the thought of the work we have to do with him is a little intimidating right now. Um, but I think he will be good at the same time with, uh, you know, with Maggie and Jasmine and Riley, it's like the day they showed up, they instantly fit in. And, you know, it wasn't quite like that with Queso, but that's just cause she was so traumatized. You know, it's, uh, we knew we were going to keep her as soon as she showed up. Um, even though she didn't integrate, but all the other dogs like immediately just felt like they lived here. He is not like that. Um, like he's a good dog. He feels more like the normal kind of foster we had, uh, where it's like, it's cool. He's here and we love him very much, but, uh, he's going to take some, we're going to have to integrate him. He, he was not instantly integrated like the, like the very best of the foster dogs who got to stay. Um, but yeah, you will all see that evolve and he's, he's not dumb. I mean, he's sort of dopey looking, but, uh, he takes training pretty well. Like he does want to learn. So I think, you know, with what I can do over the next month and then what he gets with some intensive training, like that's, I think going to be helpful. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah, that's the dog news. Anything you want to add to your dad? No, I I mean, I think he's just, like, too big for his brain at this point. He's just awfully lanky. He's all over the place. He still is very sort of... He looks kind of ungainly and kind of bangs into stuff. He's too loud. He's too aggressive. He's just a big... You know, he's just not... Hasn't grown into himself, I think. So there's potential, but he's not there. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it'll be nice to have a, a younger dog who's, you know, healthy and able to do stuff and engage with us, uh, you know, in a way that is harder with the older dogs who can't. Like, he's a good running partner and, uh, you know, he's not sick, which most of the dogs are kind of in one way or another that we keep. So, um, you know, he'll take some work, but I think it'll be good. Yeah, he can run up and down stairs all day. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the dog news. Um, Dear Dad, you want to share your conch life choices for our Taste of the Keys? <laughs> Dear Dad sure. is like, let me tell you what we're doing for Taste of the Keys this week. And it was like, oh, okay. Dear Dad is taking control. Yeah. And uh, now I'm having second thoughts, of course. No, no. You made good choices. I'm just not enthusiastic about anything today. Fair enough. So the first one is about... Landlord-tenant relations in the Keys are also a little bit different than maybe in other 
metropolitan areas. Well, to be fair, this is an outlier even for the Keys. <laughs> I don't know. Two landlords arrested after attacking tenants. So two Geiger Key landlords were arrested early Sunday morning after attacking three tenants uh, on the 200 block of Mars Lane. We don't have to give everybody's name. No. So one of the two the landlords was charged with three counts burglary with assault or battery. With this is the boring battery. part, GR Dad. This is clearly like where we differ. Like you are the lawyer, and so you're like, here are the precise counts that they were given, and I'm like, oh my God, skip to the punching. Okay, so two deputies responded to a residence <laughs> on the 200 block of Mars Lane, where they found a two, two adult females and a 16 year old male who stated the landlords entered their residence without permission. That's the burglary, and then attacked them <laughs> while threatening to kill them for not paying the rent. A melee continued thereafter, which sent one of the female tenants and the 16-year-old male to Lower Keys Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. Multiple witnesses identified the landlords as the aggressors. The suspects were found at their residence on Miriam Street on Stock Island, where they were arrested. The landlords were taken to jail. They were taken to jail. Taken to jail. So... Pay the rent, guys. It's, no, uh, your don't landlords threaten will get really to upset. kill people. Don't, no, no. The landlords were 100% in the wrong here. Yes, feloniously. Burglary and assault and battery. Oh, my God. That anyway. one's very dramatic. It was a very dramatic it's, choice, GR Dad. Thank, thank you, thank you. I, I thought so. A very violent reaction <laughs> to someone who may or may not have been late with the rent. And then the other one, the headline is Popular Marathon Resident Airlifted to a Miami Hospital, which I thought, that's weird. Is it like some, you know, pillar of the community, Rotary Club president or something? And is this, this is very weird. Uh, but it turns out it's William Bill Beaver, who's 74, and he was airlifted from Marathon to a Miami Hospital Monday afternoon after collapsing in the parking lot on Sombrero Beach Road. Deputies arrived... Um, after being flagged down by a resident who saw him fall down and not get up. The deputies found that he was not breathing, nor did he have a pulse, so they used a defibrillator to shock him uh, and performed chest compressions until he began breathing again, and then uh, he was airlifted to Miami and was in stable condition at the time of flight. Mm -hmm. And then the last paragraph is, Beaver is well known to the sheriff's office and many other marathon residents, as a homeless man who often goes out of his help out of his way to help others. He is known for rarely or not accepting handouts as well as for once walking across the country to watch a football game. Yeah, so, that's you know. Nice. That's nice to to describe him as a popular marathon resident and he's a homeless guy. I think that's a that's a nice piece of sort of community feeling. Yeah, I good. think that so that story that Jared just read was from Conk Life and there was also I think an article about him in the Miami Herald Keys section today about how he's like, yeah, you know, I'm homeless, but like, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I don't do anything like this is just how I live. Um, so it was pretty interesting. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was good. And, and, and calling him a popular marathon residence w was nice. Yes. So all around good humanizing of people who like don't have houses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which there are like various states of in the keys and it's not all that uncommon. Like the shelter, the homeless shelters and key West are, well populated there's a lot of people in kind of 
transient states of housing that kind of aren't possible in other places. Yeah, all like, the way to boats, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is more housing, but still not a house, still not an address with a mailbox. Yeah, and I mean, some are, you know, rowboats that they go sleep in. Yes, right? although I mean, there's, there's some murder podcast about that, I think. Yes, yes, well... Go listen to the murder podcast if you want to know about all of that. And don't 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 sleep in a robot. I think that's probably not the the best situation. Man, but I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody's sleeping in a robot who has a choice. Fair enough. Anyway, Fair enough. that was a nice story about him. Um, <laughs> I thought so. You have a German word of the week for us, dear dad. Um, Kurschatten. I I don't think we've had this before. I've talked about it. But in Germany, you have Kua. You you go to a, I've heard it translated as spa. It's like a um, treatment. You can, you could, you like your health insurance covers, I think, one, two week spa session, treatment session. It's not really rehab because you, you have it when you're healthy. You have it to stay healthy. Um, and you, you know, once two weeks, every two years, I think something like that. Um, so you go to these spa towns, places, and you can stay there for up to two weeks and you do like baths and massages and workouts and you have healthy food and you're sort of in this spa i guess sounds pretty nice couple weeks it's pretty civilized yeah it's 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 pretty nice my parents have done it even though you know they're healthy it's not like they were rehabbing from anything specific it's just like we do this so you stay healthy um so that's kua you know that's a that's a thing and it's i think it's been a thing in a long time in germany or maybe in europe and in germany too where it's people used to do this hundreds of years ago too you know and there's there are famous towns that have you know, water with special minerals and you take these mineral baths and it's, you know, helps all sorts of um, ailments, you know, rheumatism and skin conditions and I don't know, everything. (laughs) So, you know, I don't know how medically sound everything is, but, you know, just sleeping well and eating well and not being at work is not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so that's Kua, Kua Shatten is the um the person that you start a relationship with while you're at the kua uh in this sort of you know weird cruise-like environment um you pick up a kua shatten which literally means shadow so it's your it's your spa shadow um but it's you know someone you hook up with while you're in in the kua oh. and i don't know if it has a connotations of infidelity because you, I mean, I don't know. You can go to cool with your wife or your husband, um, but but I guess you know. Let's think of it in the best possible way. You're single, they're single, and you kind of hook up while you're in the spa, and then it's probably like you know a summer fling, and then you don't see him again. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a definitely one of those German words that doesn't have an English translation. Now there's a lot of or English of equivalent cultural. Touchstones yeah. in there. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's a sort of happy-ish German <laughs> word to end more on. More love. More love is more better. Love yes. is good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
All right. Well, look, you guys, I'll I'll try to be more talkative next week, but this is about all I can manage this week. So. Yeah, I'm picking up the RV on the weekend. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a big podcast with updates and all kinds of crazy news for you next week, and hopefully, I'll be in a better mood. But we'll have excitement. Tune in next week. Yes, it, it'll be even more worth tuning in next week than usual. Yeah, there'll be well, good, good, interesting stuff. Hopefully. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks for your patience and well wishes. And, uh, you know, we'll... Oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for all the, you know, online and offline in-paper wishes and condolences. I mean, it's doesn't doesn't change the situation, but it does it does help a little bit. Yeah, I can't talk about this now. Like, Jared Dad is, I think this is the one time where you will have more spoken words in the podcast than me, Jared Dad. I know. Uh, uh, it's good. I'm just not capable. I, I can't talk about it now. But thank you. And uh, hopefully more next week. Um, until then, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, even then, don't bite too hard. Bye. Bye.